Hello and welcome to Delightful. I'm your host, Lisa McCrowan. Delightful is where science and psychology meet spirituality and creativity to help you follow what delights your heart and lead a life you deeply love. Hello and welcome back to Delightful. I am so excited that you are here and tuning in. And as always, I am grateful to accompany you wherever you are. If you're on a walk or you're commuting or you're getting stuff done around the house or you're taking a soulful break for yourself. So awesome if you are. I'm so proud of you. Keep doing that. I have just so loved touching base with people and hearing about how what I'm sharing is resonating with you. Your emails this, and, and your texts and your messages on social media, they totally fill me up. And I want you to know that like because my love language is words of affirmation and it's just really lovely when you all tell me how something's resonating with you. So thank you very much. I also want to share that if you'd like to join Delightful Divas, that is my monthly membership. And it's right now it's on the site, buy me a coffee. And if you go on there, you will just want to click membership. And it's just $5 a month right now. I'm keeping it that for a little while. And you'll get a whole bunch of goodies from me. Like from today's episode, I'm going to be sharing the poem, Sacred Possibility. And I have a really beautiful artistic background that I created, watercolor background, and then I put the poem on that. If you'd like to get that for free, uh, you just sign up and it's one of the goodies on on uh, with my Delightful Divas. Just sign up for the monthly membership and I will send that to you and you'll see it in a post uh, on Buy Me a Coffee. And it's just, it's beautiful. And then you could see that and be inspired. And also, if you, I'm going to be sharing some reflection questions. And if you want those, uh, again, so you can just listen to this podcast and, or this episode and you can just relax into it and be nourished by it, then you can get your own printout of that as well by becoming a member. So today with Sacred Possibility, I want to start off by sharing this with you all. So as we journey together and we're getting to know each other, I want to be vulnerable and share this because though even bringing up the word sacred, it's spiritual. Uh, It could even be thought of as religious. And I want to clarify some things and to let us or to make sure that we're on the same page about things. And so you know where I'm coming from. Um. I have, funny enough, I've been hesitant in my public life to share more about spirituality because I fear being misunderstood. But I'm really called deeper into this now to just change that up because really spirituality is weaved into everything I do. It's just weaved into who I am. And so how can I not share that? But I want to recognize this. As I studied, I have a master's in theology, and I have studied about how religions in particular, so a little bit different than spirituality, religions have hurt and harmed groups of people and have caused a lot of conflict throughout the centuries. And so I want to be clear that when I am sharing the word God, I'm going to be sharing a lot of different words for that sacred something that is bigger than us. God, great mother, universe, love, divine. And I want to acknowledge that there are, again, a lot of religions have used their own interpretation of God to 
do awful things, to start wars, to leave people out, to hurt people like women, LGBTQ, just to name two huge groups of people. And so, and also too, some religions have, how do I say this? Like some religions have made people to think like they aren't worthy and they have a habit of reminding people of their sinfulness rather than their awesomeness. I don't think people need that theology anymore about like how of reminding us what we, where we aren't good. Instead, I want to hear about, and I'll be sharing about with you all, the humanity of the divine, the, uh, and then how we are divine and we are aspects of the divine. Now that does not ignore the not so great parts of us, the parts that we're ashamed of and things at all. It just says like, you know what? Remind me divine about how our God or great mother about how you are weaved within me and I am weaved within you and you, I'm a part of you. And also you are holding me. You are supporting me. I recognize that there is something bigger than me that I am a part of from the numinous mystery to the great mother to the divine beyond, beyond names. So uh, this makes me think of, and I'd love to share this with you, my favorite Persian, ancient Persian poet, Hafiz. I I love this poem and I want to share it with you. I'll be sharing probably a lot of his works, works with, with you all. So he said, this is called, Each Soul Completes Me. And here we go. My beloved said, my name is not complete without yours. I thought, how could a human's worth ever be so much? And God, knowing all our thoughts and all our thoughts, our innocent steps on the path, then addressed my heart. God revealed a sublime truth to the world when he sang, or when God sang, because I like to say God or she, just to be inclusive. This is what Hafiz wrote. I am made whole by your life. Each soul, each soul completes me. That is the divine message that I more agree with. And I tend to align myself more with the mystics than any particular religious tradition. And so I hope that that resonates with you and speaks to you because we are entering into, how do I say this? I really, more people are recognizing that not only do we just need this like sense of meaning and purpose in our lives, but a much deeper need and um, meaning and purpose. Like there's something spiritual, there's something sacred about our lives and something sacred about the mystery that we will never know and discover. And yet we lean into that and we trust that. So I'm going to be talking about all those things. And I just wanted to kind of get that straight and share that with you. Felt like it was important to share that with you. And so, you know, as we're talking about sacred possibility, talk about the one of the biggest possibilities in opening up to, to possibility. Could we open up to the possibility that God or love or the universe is so much bigger and multifaceted than we could ever imagine or that any one religion can tells us about? So... I don't believe any one religion has the monopoly on truth. And 
I think of Mary Oliver's words, keep some room in your heart for the unimaginable. Keep some room in your heart for the unimaginable. I do believe the great mother is the completely awesome unimaginable. And she is in our lives to accompany us and delight us and nourish us. That is the kind of God that I am speaking about and speaking to when I share with you. So let's begin with opening to sacred possibility within our own lives. And I'll start with this poem, Sacred Possibility. Sacred Possibility. May you open to sacred possibility. May you let go of efforting. May you remember that you are not the God to make it all happen. May you slow down to allow the wisdom of your body and spirit to dance with the divine's grace that brings you into sacred alignment with what is holy and true. May sacred possibility begin to organically flow within you, illuminating your inner vibrancy so it shines in this world longing for such light. There have been lots of times in my life when I have been low on hope or when I get caught up and stuck in my own unhelpful thoughts of things like, oh, there's no way this could ever happen or this will never work out. That kind of all or nothing thinking and that pessimism. I know it might come as a shock because a lot of people think that I am a really positive person. And while I am, or I'm optimistic, I am, like even when I was in El Salvador living and working, someone said, oh, how did, I I don't remember how they said it in Spanish, but they said like, your name should be Esperanza. Like, I feel like your middle name is Esperanza and Esperanza is hope. Wasn't that sweet? And it made me see a part of myself like, yeah, I really do have a deep abiding sense of hope. But the surface waters, as I talked to my good friend Maria that I shared with you all about, my good friend Maria, who of MFD style, she's one of my best buddies, and I talked about her in my first episode, A Story of Delight. As I talk with her about all the time, like, now I might have this deep undercurrent of hope and optimism and trust and faith as y'all will probably hear in my episodes, you'll, you'll, you'll get a feel for that. But those surface waters of doubt and insecurity and hopelessness and despair and black and white thinking, I can get those happen. And I am learning over the years, just alongside my clients, I'm learning this too, about how not to get caught up and those surface waters of those thoughts and those just, un, I guess, the unhelpful thoughts and the thoughts that like really are about that come from fear and aren't really about helping us 
to for they're not really for our soul's evolution. They're to keep us stuck in that these these fake stories, these untrue stories that we've learned in our lives and that have become our own stories that we keep repeating to ourselves. So at at one time in particular, when I was pretty low on hope and I was caught up in the, just in some despair, I heard the great mother, the divine speak these words to me and I want to share them with you. They are, I'm adapting them from the entry of Open to Possibility in my book, Gems of Delight. So for the times that you need a reminder too, that you don't have to be the God to make everything happen, that we are a part of something bigger than just our egos and our fears and the unhelpful stories that we tell ourselves. When you need that reminder, I hope that you will hear these words spoken to you as if the divine, the great mother, love, universe is saying them to you. God said to me, I know the doubts in your heart. You don't know how this could work out, how you could make it happen, and it seems impossible. I know that winter has lasted too long, and I know how you long for new life. My love, have you forgotten who I am? I don't say this to be harsh, you know me. I say this to remind you and bring you comfort. I placed you in your mother's womb. I formed every fiber of your being. I placed this yearning within you. I placed my spirit within you. I called forth the winds from their slumber. I created the sky and the earth. I formed the sun and the moon with my own two hands. I know the infinite vastness of the universes and gave the robin her song and the wolf his howl. I formed the intricacies of your eyes and smile. There is nothing outside of me. I created it all. Imagine the furthest star your mind can grasp and then multiply it by infinity. That is how far my love stretches for you. I intimately know each one of your ancestors, and I know all who will come after you. And you think this dream, this hope, this yearning of yours is impossible? Oh, my love, look up to the heavens and see the reds, oranges, and purples of the sunset. Meditate on how I formed you and the stars. I want what you want. I want you to know happiness to know freedom, and to be so very content. Please rest in that fact. Let me make it happen. You, my love, just rest and tell yourself that I am making it possible. I love that invitation. That invitation to remember that there is some larger force at play, a sacred force that is about us, about our well-being, that is about our soul's evolution, and that wants us to be so very 
delighted, content, at rest, and accompanies us throughout our our lives and the and the suffering that we encounter. And so I, over the years, I think I've created a lot of my own suffering by somehow in my head believing that I've got to be the God to make it all happen. I act like that. Even though I may not say I believe that, I put forth effort. I work hard. And I remember one day I was sitting there and I, I heard these words, just like I heard all the things I just shared with you in that in that. Uh, previously, and that I also shared in Gems of Delight, I heard this. I heard God say to me, Lise, you do not need to go out and make it all happen. I will bring it to your doorstep. And then literally, literally like the next day, something that I had been wanting showed up at my doorstep. It was like this, okay, I get it. It was a sign. I was like, okay, I get it. I'm listening. I'm listening, universe. And now here in my late 40s, I am still learning to trust, open, and stay in alignment. Trust, open, and stay in alignment. I shared about that in episode six, I believe. It's called Rising, where I talk about letting go of what no longer serves us. Our quote-unquote job is to trust, open, and stay in alignment. I work with a lot of clients in coaching and therapy and and also in leading mindfulness and compassion-based wellness programs at Georgetown University for faculty and staff. I hear stories of how hard we work and how we push aside or override. Many of you who are clients know that I this word, like override. We override our needs of our body, our soul. And I think that as a society, we have lost touch with the sacred, the numinous. We've lost a reverence for trusting a larger force of the universe that's at play. So I'm about, for me personally, and about us together as you all as listeners and the clients that I work with and people that I know, of reclaiming that reverence, reclaiming that sense of trust, and reclaiming that sense of sacred alignment. I see more and more that my job, my job, quote unquote, is to trust in something bigger than me, to open to possibility, and to stay in alignment with my soul's path. So now I'd love to take the poem, Sacred Possibility, and go share a few lines, a line, and then some thoughts, maybe some journaling questions and things that, things to consider to open to possibility. So let's see about this. This first line, may you open to sacred possibility. I have a soulful question for you. What do you really want? What do you really want? You could journal about this and just list out without, without judging or critiquing or, or overanalyzing it, just what do I want? And I would imagine that there are layers there. There's the surface wants and then there's some deeper wants and like soul wants. And then when you are finished, 
giving yourself like a three, four or five minutes to list that all out, go back over your list and just see what jumps out to you as significant. And then here's a practice. Offer whatever that is up to the universe. Universe with a capital U. Announce it. Speak it. Say you yearn for this. Let the forces of the universe hear you. Speak it, put it out there and claim it like, yes, this is what I want, universe. Now this line, may you let go of efforting. May you let go of efforting. May you learn to let yourself rest, 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 and allow the divine to surprise you while you nourish yourself. Isn't that ironic? I've noticed this in my own life. Like when I listen to that invitation to rest, such abundance comes my way. Abundance in way in possibilities and and new adventures that I never thought of. And so I offer that out to you too. That learn, build this capacity to rest. And allow the divine to surprise you. Allow the great mother who wants every wonderful, good thing for you to surprise you while you're being nourished. Next line of the poem, Sacred Possibility, is, May you remember that you are not the God to make it all happen. Like I've been saying, many of us feel like we can be so uber responsible for everything. If you are a parent, I I bet you feel this, whether you have little ones, tweens, teens, older ones. (sighs) We don't have to be the God to make it all happen. And these days, I'm learning to get into delegating and to telling myself that things don't all have to be perfect. And I'm still working on that. More and more, I'm letting go. And I offer that up to you too. Just remember, no, we... I don't have to be the God to make this all happen. Next line from the poem. May you slow down to allow the wisdom of your body and spirit to dance with the divine's grace that brings you into sacred alignment with what is holy and true to you. Wouldn't it be incredible if we created a radical revolution, a radical revolution, say that a couple times fast, created, what if we created a radical revolution of listening to our bodies, giving them attention, tuning into their wisdom? Wouldn't it be awesome if we created a radical revolution where we teach our children to listen to their bodies and to their spirits? How many of us do things because we should? We stay in jobs or groups or relationships or mindsets that aren't actually in true alignment with our spirits. And how many of us push or ignore or override the needs of our bodies? What if today, this day, you chose to do this? You chose to slow down, tune into your body, and to gently caress your body. We might even just practice that right now. Like you might just take your hands and place them, the palms of your hands over your forehead, 
and just begin to smooth your hands over to run your hands over your forehead down the the back of your head the top of your head the back of your head down through your eyes just gently caressing your body your cheeks massaging just gently sweeping the hands through the body down through the neck these gentle soothing touches down through the collarbone and the heart space through the chest the arms the shoulders down through the hands and then back into the heart space and the belly the back the lower belly the hips and the legs the thighs the backs of the thighs the knees and gently massaging and brushing the calves and then the soles of the feet and the toes. And then placing your hands, like sometimes, like right now, I'm placing my hands just on my forehead. Sometimes it might be nice, you could just play with this for a moment. You can place your hands over your eyes or your hands on your heart. And take a breath or two here and you can soften or close your eyes. And then say to your body, either, I love you, or I want to love you, or something like, I want to be friends. Body, I want to be friends. I love you. I want to love you. I want to be friends. Sometimes we tend to overcomplicate things. Isn't that ironic? We want, we want to be happy. We want to be content. We want to be healthy. And then we overcomplicate it. I know that I can. And so just check. Sometimes some of the simple things can be so nourishing to us. Just taking a moment and sweeping through the body with your hands gently caressing the body and then coming back to a soft spot that you'd like to touch on the body, like the forehead, the heart, and just saying, I want to love you. I love you. Or I, I want to be friends. Let's end this war with our bodies. Let's begin to end the war notice right now what happens within you when you do that practices like this will help us to reclaim a sense of trust with our bodies it's a radical revolution to to listen to our bodies it's a radical act to listen to the wisdom of our bodies to give them attention and to tune into their wisdom pausing like this and caressing the body, being gentle with the body, and claim, re, and stating that we, we really want to love our bodies and we want to be friends. It goes such a long way in deepening our capacity to trust our bodies, the wisdom of our bodies. And then here's another practice for dropping into trust with our heart and our spirit. 
What if today you chose to put your hand on your heart or both hands on your heart and say this, I know heart, soul, I know you are guiding me and have something to tell me. I'm listening. I know you are guiding me and have something to tell me. I'm listening. And today, what if you gave yourself even just 30 seconds to say, I'm listening to your heart and to your spirit? And notice what it has to say and how it wants to guide you. It doesn't take much for our bodies and hearts to respond because I have found this as a body-centered psychotherapist, as a soulful practitioner. Our bodies and our hearts and our souls want to be our friends. They want to be in alignment with us. They respond to slowing down and the divine's grace. They know how to feel vibrant and alive with with flow, with the flow of the universe pulsing through them. We just have to drop in and listen and be gentle and caress. And now then, this last line of sacred possibility of the poem. May sacred possibility begin to organically flow within you, illuminating your inner vibrancy so it shines in this world longing for such light. I honestly believe that each of us has a needed light to shine in this world, not only for our individual soul freedom, but also for the betterment of our world. And as you in your daily life live in sacred possibility and keep aligning each day, just staying in alignment, I've seen this in people because I've seen it in my own self too, that a vibrancy of God's grace begins to flow within you. And it shows. It shows in your eyes, your smile, your vibe, your nervous system. And that energy that sacred alignment, the, the flow that comes from being in sacred alignment, that nourishes you and the people around you. So I have one final journaling opportunity for you to, or soulful reflection. Sacred possibility today and each day, you could say to yourself and you could journal about when you get up in the morning, well, this is a great journaling exercise for the morning. You can say, you can write on the top of your journal, I am going to believe this is possible, dot, dot, dot. Today, I am going to believe this is possible, dot, 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 and then fill in the blank. Even right now as you're listening, what are you going to believe is possible? What are you going to believe is possible? Our job is to keep trusting, opening, and staying in alignment. This honestly is a sacred way to live. And it does not mean that life isn't messy. It doesn't mean that everything is going to happen that we want and Okay, so this might be cheesy, but do you all know that country song by Garth Brooks, Unanswered Prayers? 
my high school friend Heather and I, we had that song on repeat during some years when we were going through some break breakups. And I bet like you all can can have the have that experience too of like you look back now and see how much anguish you felt in the moment when you were younger and you didn't understand it at the time. But now you can make this connection between what happened and then some sacred opportunity that opened up for you out of that that suffering. It sure doesn't make life easy in the moment. But I've learned enough now in midlife that nothing is permanent and everything shifts. And somehow... I believe that love with a capital L has the final say that whatever sacred force it is that created the universe and the multiverses, it is about our soul's evolution. It is benevolent and wants our souls to be so very satisfied and soaked in love. So I am going to keep opening to sacred possibility. I'm going to try to keep opening and staying in alignment, trusting, opening, and staying in alignment. It's how I want to live. And I hope that you do too. And I'm with you in this. We are are in this together. And I hope that every episode that I offer you is this gentle, loving reminder to trust open and continue just to stay in alignment as we open up to the possibility that the great mother, the divine, the universe will surprise us with delight. I'd love to end with another Hafiz poem. It's called All the Hemispheres, All the Hemispheres. Leave the familiar for a while. Let your senses and bodies stretch out like a welcomed season onto the meadows and shores and hills. Open up to the roof. Make a new watermark on your excitement and love. Like a blooming night flower, bestow your vital fragrance of happiness and giving upon our intimate assembly. Change rooms in your mind for a day. All the hemispheres in existence lie beside an equator in your heart. Greet yourself and your thousand other forms as you mount the hidden tide and travel back home. All the hemispheres in heaven are sitting around a fire chanting while stitching themselves together into the great circle inside of you. Hey there, thank you so much for tuning in today. If you'd like to support this podcast, that would be so awesome. This is a total grassroots effort, and I really appreciate how you all have been spreading the word, sharing with your friends, family, colleagues, neighbors, mom, dad, sister, brother. That's been really awesome, and thank you for letting me know that too. Here are a couple ways that you could support the podcast and we can connect further. 
First, if you are on, if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, it'd be awesome if you left a review and a rating. I read those. I then am just so grateful. And I, and I actually have been screenshotting them and putting them in a note in my phone so that I can keep everything for when I'm feeling like, oh, is this really worth it? And I see people's inspiring words and things, and it just really encourages me. It's my love language, words of affirmations. So thank you very much for that. Uh, also, if you'd like to join the Delightful Divas, that is my monthly membership community. Right now, it is on the site Buy Me a Coffee. And if you click on the monthly membership, you click on membership, you can join the Delightful Divas. It's just $5 a month. And I am adding bonuses, so extras and artwork, and it'll be so much more as we go along. So it'd be awesome if you joined that and support this podcast. You could also connect with me on Instagram and Facebook. And then finally, you could sign up for my newsletter. And with that, you'll get my free soul care starter kit. So I hope that these resources nourish and support you to follow what delights your heart and lead a life you deeply love. Until next time. May you be delighted.